Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to the Beauty School Dropout Podcast, a skeptical and irreverent take on skincare, makeup, and the whole industry by two beauty outsiders. That's me, Sam. And me, Ali. We're bringing you fresh fortnightly content looking at the science behind the stuff you put on your face beauty myths and gimmicks, and all the shit that goes down in a multi-billion dollar industry. If you're listening to us already, you've found us. Subscribe to get notified when our next episode drops. If you want to get even closer, you can follow us on Instagram at Beauty School Dropout Pod. On today's episode of Beauty School Dropout, we're talking all things holiday. Yep, the silly season is coming in hot, so we are dedicating the entire episode to all the things you need to get you through the upcoming festivities. We're talking gift guides, makeup that stays until last call, and whether or not natural deodorant will save you this summer. We're also chatting to our favourite senior makeup artist on Instagram, Tani Tilleman, and drumroll please... We are giving away our first prize. Yay! So stay tuned to be in the running to win the ultimate pamper pack from Appel's Skin. Have you ever caught your reflection in the harsh lights of a 7-Eleven after midnight? Oh, yeah, Panda Express. Indeed. We've all become temporary members of KISS after a night out and in this human toaster that is the Australian <laughs> summer. I want to talk about products that will protect you and me from going full makeup snowman. We've all heard those fateful words. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Some of us a little more than others. Yeah. Um, but if that's you this year, we've got a top five of absolute stayers that will keep you intact well after last call and that unavoidable, nay, crucial late night kebab. Yes. So we're going to go through a top five. Okay. Do you want to start us off? All right. So the first thing that I need for a long lasting makeup look is something to protect my very oily little eyelids. Not your peepers. No, it's like, you know, when like you put on like eye makeup and then it just slips off, you know, within two hours and you're like, well, I may as well not have fucking done anything. Well, I'm mad creasy so I can relate. Yeah. So the thing that helps me have it stay there all throughout the night is the Urban Decay Primer Potion. We were talking about that last week. It's kind of a cult favourite, that one, I would say. Yeah, and it's the one. It's probably like the one thing in my makeup stash I can never go without. Especially like, you know, for some of you, if you are still working in the office at the moment, you might just want to do your makeup in the day and yeah. try, try your luck, see if it all lasts. Yeah. So this stuff, you just put it on underneath, you put like a thin smear of it underneath your eyeshadow um, and it'll keep it lasting 
for hours. That is what we want. And another eye product that I think we both swear by, look, it, eyeshadow looks in this party season, they can be as dramatic or as low-key as mm-hmm. you like. But I think no matter what the look is, there's always room for a good liquid eyeliner. Oh, yeah. And my favourite one is always the KVD Vegan Beauty Tattoo Liner. Can't go wrong. I I don't think I've ever picked up anything that has stayed as long. Because like I said, I have very oily eyelids, right? And it just (laughs) likes to slide off down my face. Or it'll just disappear into thin air. It's like, where did it even go? You want to make sure that it's staying on till like from dawn until dawn. Yes. If that's your vibe. Yes. I need a cat eye so sharp it can stab a man. (laughs) That's what we all want for Christmas. Which is I'm more likely to be doing at 3am anyway. Um, It's just got real dark. So this KVD one is the true, the OG. Uh, The felt tip makes it really, really easy to apply. And if you can get, what I do is like I get like a business card or a piece of cardboard or something to do the like the bottom line of your cat eye. I just fucking go for it and hope for the best. (laughs) Like so many nights have been ruined by like complete uncontrolled liquid eyeliner (laughs) everywhere and other mistakes. So my eyeliner tip this holiday season, use the business cards of your enemies (laughs) to get the sharpest cat eye ever. Okay, I will take note of that. Look, on a little less violent uh, note. I'm in a mood today. (laughs) Uh, I swear by a setting spray. So I've always been an Urban Decay All Nighter setting spray girl. Aren't we all? And I fucked around, but I always came back and I finally got off the dick of Urban Decay and (laughs) moved on to the luxurious Charlotte Tilbury. A lot more classy. A lot more classy. And look, some of her products, look, I know I'm a big fan, but some are truly hit and miss. Her setting spray is untouchable in terms of like nothing will move. Barely my face. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I'm, I'm held with all to- we've learned about your face. Well, I'm held together by uh, anti-wrinkle injections and <laughs> in Charlotte Tilbury. Yeah. Um, but I've had so many days and also varying bases, like so different foundations, mm-hmm. um, you know, different kind of bronzers and everything holds. Like it's literally like being frozen in time. She plays nice with everyone. She plays nice with everyone, which is on brand for her. Mm. Inoffensive. Darlings. Hurt, hurt nobody. <laughs> Could have a better shade range, I will say, yeah. darlings. Uh, but that is honestly, I would say it's in, it's in the same price range as Urban Decay. Okay. They're, bo- they're both good. Speaking of foundation, there's one that both of us love and swear by. So what is the number one foundation that's going to stay all day? The one that will stay up later than me at the pub <laughs> is uh, Estee Lauder's Double Wear. Like, is it not the, like number one selling foundation? Yeah, Double Wear will be there when you are doing 2am karaoke. 100%. And it won't judge you. It might. might. (laughs) (laughs) Is this about my singing? (laughs) Yeah, look, especially coupled with the Charlotte Tilbury, like that shit isn't going to move. It's like pain. It's like it's part of you. But I've had like some pretty like vigorous showers and I still like, you know, go in with a a makeup wipe to get rid of my panned eyes after a well big night out and I'll still find some of it on my face. Like she is hanging on like I hang on to the night going to a second location. (laughs) Like an ancient rune. (laughs) Double wear will always be there. Always be there. And my last recommendation is it's not a setting powder mm-hmm. and it's like what what is it so the hourglass uh ambient powder in dim light truly what are you i think it's magic yeah just little magic in a 
little tin. A tiny tin. You can get a mini as well, which I would recommend. I think the big bitches are just far too fucking big. Um, it, but you can get a travel size one. And basically it's a product that, I mean, for me, I put it on at the end. Mm. And I will put it on in conjunction with like a setting powder like somewhere along the way. But it gives the skin the most unbelievable finish. It's, it's truly like airbrushing. But it also, I find, holds everything in place. It just gives you that je ne sais quoi. So based on all this information, your face will stay on when you are, in fact, off your face. See you at the second location. Every year we're faced with the drama of what to buy our friends, our families, our families-in-law and secret centres. I've traded many a department store with next to no idea and frankly overwhelmed by like the like gift gift sets everywhere. I just don't know what to do. None of us do, but this year we don't want that for you. So we've created a mix of high-end and affordable options across skincare, makeup, and tools to get you out of the shopping bind. We're also dropping this guide in time for Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales, which will soon be upon us, so you may as well get yourself a deal. Yep. So now is the time to get ahead of the game and save some clams in your quest to be the best giver of gifts this year. All right, so starting down the secret Santa end of the budget, what have you got for us? So uh, we were sent a beautiful gift oh, yay. by our partners over at Appel's. Uh, look, hand cream can sometimes be a bit of a fuck you, I don't care about <laughs> you kind of gift. But in 2020, that's not the case. That's, yeah, that's true. Uh, so their hand cream is like honestly changing my life. So it's a vitamin B5 ro- rose oil blend cream and... I mean, I'm so thankful the way that I'm sanitizing my hands right now that, like, I feel quite comfortable to give this to somebody. Yeah. And I think, honestly, most people would appreciate it. Yeah, probably. It's it's also, like, a nice price point as opposed to some of those like ASOP ones. Yeah, 100%. I think it's an approachable price point for like a pretty bougie hand cream brand. So this year I am comfortable in recommending hand creams. 2020, what a year. What a year. How about your Secret Santa gift zone? What are you thinking? So it's something I bought myself recently, this new Frank... Presents to myself. Presents to myself. The Frank Body Perky Sculpting Body Hydrator. And I'm so glad we wrote that down because I would never remember it. (laughs) So it's $25 you and get it from Mecca. And it's like, it's a moisturizer that's in a coffee cup. Which is like sustainable packaging because then you can use the coffee cup afterwards. Would you though? Yeah, I would. It's kind of like when you want to eat moisturizer, but you know you shouldn't. It's like the second best option. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. It smells so freaking good. It smells like a Starbucks, like vanilla frappuccino with caramel on top of it. And it's effective? Well, I mean, I've been using it for a week and my skin feels delightful um, because it's got like coffee and like vitamin E whatever in it <laughs> yeah I really really looked at the packaging on that one um, you're like I can eat out of this cup I'll just buy it like, it's got a vitamin it's fine they're good for you <laughs> it's meant to be good for scarring and I've got quite a bit of scarring on my legs because I have like light skin it's quite sensitive and if I get like a mozzie bite and I scratch it too much it's like fuck you you got a scar forever <laughs> so I'm trying to get rid of some of that and I'm using this and I think it's such a great price point and you can also get it in a kit from Mecca for $40 with a Frank Body scrub Ooh. So if you've got a $50 limit on your secret Santa, I recommend that one. But probably for someone that who's you like. That, who's that spending that money on a secret Santa? I once got post-its for a secret Santa, for real. I love that, especially if they're like the sticky tab ones. No, it was like I'm sure they found it in a stationary closet and I was gutted. It's really sad. That's really brought down the whole segment. Look, I'm sorry. Um, moving away from that price point, like I'm running away from okay. those post-its, um, 
I'm going to talk about something I, I too got for myself. Yep. Uh, so in that kind of mid-range, around $59, uh, the Becca uh, Barbie Ferrera Prismatic Light Essentials Kit, another mouthful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a trio of Becca's, like probably like the more famous highlighters. It's a good gateway drug, I would say, if you wanted to test out a few Becca products but you didn't want to like go in balls deep and get like that more expensive one. So typically you could get like one highlighter for that much yeah. money. And the good thing about Becca is I don't find there's a difference between their minis and the quality product of like the large. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and because so, that can that put can me be off. Yeah, so I think if, you know, if someone's like just getting into makeup, as, a, as I said, Becca was probably my first brand I really got into. Yeah. This would be a really good gift if they're starting out in makeup or if they don't want to drop that that kind of money on just one product. And they're cute little small ones. So like yeah. when we can travel to somewhere other than the living room, they'll be really good for traveling too. <laughs> I travel to the fridge, mind you. <laughs> Number one destination. 100% frequent flyer. <laughs> Um, do you have any makeup recommendations for your list? I do. So I saw this really cute thing at Sephora the other day. So it is the Anastasia Soft Glam Mini Palette. So you know that I have the big palette. The big boy. Soft Glam, which if you're looking at the Anastasia ones, it's kind of like a sandy colour, I guess. Yeah. it's it's Is it her number one? It's one of her top selling products. Yeah. It's probably, it probably is because it's so versatile. Yeah. It has like all the colours that you kind of need to take anywhere. So, like, I think I've been to, like, a couple of, like, destination weddings in the past two years where I've had to take, like, I've had to, I guess, create a small little makeup kit. And it's the one palette that I take because I found it so versatile. So this is an even smaller version of that one. So, again, I think it's good for people who are kind of, like, just getting, dipping their toes into the eyeshadow world because, you know, it t- sometimes it takes a long time. It took me a long time to be confident in doing eyeshadow. Me, like... Uh, I believe I was 31 years old yeah. when I was like sitting in a bathroom alley was like walking me through where I put the brush. <laughs> it was truly ridiculous. But look, I think it's good to get a cult item and it's at that, again, more affordable price point because the full size is around $75 or $79. Yeah. But also it includes shades from the Norvina palette as well. So it's mm-hmm. like one or two shades. So if you have heard a lot about Anastasia Beverly Hills and you wanted to try it out. This is a good one to start with. It's this, pretty foolproof. Yeah, I would say so. It's, it's a cult product for a reason. Yeah. Uh, kind of in that eyeshadow zone, this is my more expensive gift, like a gift for a loved one or a gift you might want to tell your loved one that you would like. <laughs> God, I wish someone would spend this much money on me, but yeah, go ahead. Well, I blackmailed my partner into doing it for me a couple <laughs> of years ago, but... Every year Zoeva do like a holiday collection and it's a Mm. collection, uh, they're makeup brushes for those of you who may not be familiar with the brand, but it's kind of a collection of like, you know, their complexion products, so like foundation brushes, highlights, blushes, highlight, like, you know, more highlighting if you're me. It's basically Mm. all I think about. Uh, And also eyeshadow brushes. And so they've got the Zoeva Share Your Radiance Brush Vault, which is 12 makeup brushes. Look, I won't lie, it's 197 clams. It's up there, but I've had mine for going on two years this December, always before Christmas because I convinced my boyfriend to give it to me early because I could not live in the same house (laughs) with these products and not use them, but they're holding on really steady. I think we were talking about my Fenty bronzer 
uh, and like all of the brush hair that it had eaten. And yet my brushes are still beautiful. They shed like anything over time, but like I don't think that they're, I don't think they're mangy. I think they're beautiful. They're also a really nice colour this year, aren't they? I think they're like a maroon and gold. Yeah, they have so many like different like releases every year. I think I had the rose gold one, but this is many, many moons ago. Something practical. <laughs> yes. Now I'm going to tell you about something practical as well. So this one is a $70 price point. So kind of a good one for like family and friends. If you like your friends that much. Um, and it's, You like me that much, right? Right. Well, you'll see what you get under Christmas tree. Yes. So a couple of episodes ago, I was talking about the ultraviolet lean screen, which is their new uh, physical sunscreen product. Um, but it's only just come out and what ultraviolet have done is put together quite a few of their older sunscreens. So they're based on like different skin types or like what you want out of your sunscreen. So one of them is kind of shimmery. Um, other ones are just matte. Um, and they put them together in this mini screen collection, which you can get on their website for $70. Um, and it comes in a cute little like neoprene bag. So you can try out all the different, you know, products that might work for you. You don't have to commit to the full one. That's the best thing about holiday things. Oh, like, yes. especially if there are like products that you like to buy all the time and if you like, you're going to spend the money anyway. Yeah. So if you get it in a pack, you get like a couple of other little guys to go with it. And it's like, it's sensible. It's sensible shopping. It is sensible. I feel like sunscreen is very personal. Yeah. I mean, again, we don't need to talk about how lackluster and like uneducated. I mean, getting better, but yeah, squirt and go yeah. over here might not appreciate. So maybe don't get it for me for Christmas because oh. it will be wasted on me. I won't get you that. But if you're, even if it's for yourself, you know, treat yourself. It's Christmas time. Oh, whatever. I would buy you. I would buy you a Christmas present and me a Christmas present. Exactly. That's why I spent two hundred dollars in Mecca last week for myself. <laughs> we need a rehab program, guys. Uh, so hopefully those recommendations will give you, like, maybe spark a few ideas. Um, even if you just wanted to be a bit more savvy about buying your favorite products, you can go into Sephora, Mecca wherever you may get your goods direct is also good. But yeah, the sales are coming up. See if you can get it for cheaper. Good luck. May the force be with you. We've talked about our toaster oven summers and making shit last. And one of my biggest fears is upping the pong on a night out. Oh, no. (laughs) I don't want to be that guy. Um, I have a pretty reliable deodorant that took me years to find. But I've heard some things about natural deodorants. What's your take on this, fact or fiction? Well, it's not a sexy subject, but we've seen the rise of natural deodorants. And with that, I've seen so many people be like, I've used 10 different products and I still haven't found the right one. And I just want to be like, girl, there is no need to put yourself through this. What's the go with natural deodorant? It's another one of those like natural clean beauty products that has become really popular in the last few years. It's based on this claim about aluminium in deodorants causing cancer. But the Cancer Council in Australia says that there's no evidence to link deodorants or antiperspirants to cancer. The scientific literature says there's no link, but there's this myth that's pervasive and it's costing people, mostly women, a lot of money. So where does the claim about cancer come from? Because, like, who did this? Well, (laughs) hold on to your butts. Literally from an email in the 90s, if you can believe it. It said... (laughs) Was this a chain email? It was a a chain email (laughs) and it's still pervasive today. It said that the evidence in the email came from a health seminar, but it's been fully debunked. Classic 90s scare email, forward or you will die in seven days. What did it actually say? So it started this myth that aluminium in deodorant stops the body from removing toxins through your sweat. So here is what it said verbatim. The human body has a few areas it uses to purge toxins, behind the knees, behind the ears, 
groin area and armpits. The toxins are purged in the form of perspiration. I don't like the word purged on a good day. <laughs> well, especially skincare. Especially when it comes to toxins. Like, this is, I'm just, I have to go purge some toxins. <laughs> um, so behind the knees and ears, that does sound a little bit like bullshit. It is. We literally have our liver and kidneys to do that for us. That's why they're there. And removing toxins is such a catchphrase in natural beauty, but it's mostly bullshit. Sorry, again. So don't trust anything that says it's going to remove toxins through your skin. What's the basis of some of these claims about cancer then? Because, like, from dumping toxins, like, that's a step. Cancer is, like, the one word that's always going to scare anyone. But one of the most important principles in science is that correlation does not equal causation. So if the incidence of breast cancer is rising along with the use of deodorant, you might have a theory that they could be linked, but the fact that they're both rising is not evidence in and of itself. So aluminium is okay? You come into contact with aluminium in so many ways. Think about like foil on top of your food. It's not just through deodorant. So even through your deodorant, you're not getting a significant amount of it. There's also a theory that exposure to aluminium causes Alzheimer's, but that's not backed by science either. So why do they make all these claims about it being better for you then? I bet you can guess the answer to this one. Money. Yes, like most things, it's about money. So brands find that they can make a profit by making you scared of other products. And the whole clean beauty movement takes a leaf from the historical advertising towards women, making you feel ashamed and shit about yourself because of something so you'll buy their product. And in this case, it's making you feel ashamed or scared of using chemicals that they say are harmful to you or your family without the evidence to back it up. I mean, the whole shame thing is the reason why we have to go to it in the first place. Uh, but I think that's a much harder fad to untangle. So it's like they're shaming you out of deodorant but wearing tinfoil on your head is totally fine. The aluminium <laughs> on the tinfoil will give you brain cancer. It feels like those things are related. So, look, all right, I need a key takeaway here. If one of these so-called natural products works better for you, then that's fine and you should keep using it. But if you have tried a bunch of them and you're still really self-conscious about being stinky, stop torturing yourself and pick up the conventional stuff. Yeah, look, I'm not about to risk being that person on the train for no one. So I will take on this advice and probably stick to what I know. Yeah, summer is not the time to go testing things. Thank you and I hope I pass this stinky class. A plus. So quick question. Have you ever stayed at a hotel and upon checkout looked around before opening up your handbag to just pile in any and every fancy toiletry in sight. Oh, yeah. I'm an absolute re-offender of sweeping through the bathroom of a plush hotel and taking whatever I can get my little paws on. Aren't we all? So what if I told you that you could win an ultimate pamper pack of full-sized items that you would otherwise lift from a five-star hotel? I'd say slap me in the mouth. I will not do that. <laughs> but for those of you listening, we're excited to give you the chance to win amazing products without the cost of staying the night in a luxury hotel. Beauty School Dropout are partnering with the Pell Skin to give away an incredible pamper pack worth $130. (laughs) This pack includes the Vitamin B5 Rose Oil Blend Hand Cream. So I was spilling the tea on that earlier. That is a favourite of mine. The Vitamin B5 Skin Lotion, a Green Seaweed Bath Fizz and the Vanilla Lily and Jasmine Candle. So all you have to do to win is head on over to Beauty School Dropout Pod on Instagram, give us a follow. Also, you need to follow Appel's Skin and we'll be posting this amazing prize on our Instagram and all you have to do is tag two friends. Well, I only have one friend, so I can't enter. Disqualified. That's all right. This is a national competition, not just for me. And the winner will be announced on our Instagram stories on Thursday, 3rd of December, and we'll also contact you. Can't wait to see who wins. 
Our next guest is a fabulous and talented senior makeup artist who works in one of Australia's leading cosmetic retailers. Tani Tillerman has the steady hand of a surgeon when it comes to detailed makeup looks, but her brains burst with colour far too bright for that shit. Thank you so much for joining us. That's that's so insane. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. We just butter people up just so they'll give oh. us a bit more in the interview, you know? I know. I'm just like, oh, my cheeks. Okay. I'm smiling too hard. <laughs> well, I have to start by mentioning that you're one of my favorite MUAs on Instagram. Like the detail is just insane. Stop. Stop, but don't stop. But don't, Uh, keep going. (laughs) Talk me through what inspires you each day to produce these like truly next level looks. That's a, that's a big question. Um, (laughs) There's a million and one things, to be honest. I think a lot of it comes from, I like follow a lot of amazing artists on Instagram. Um, And so I will often like either try and recreate a look or take like a technique or like even just a color palette from people or something like a photo I've seen of like a bird, something crazy, whatever. And if it inspires me, I'll try and do something with it. It, it goes on the face. <laughs> it, well, yeah, it does. And like, I'll be honest, not all of the looks could make it onto Instagram because sometimes <laughs> it doesn't work out how I want it or how I envision it. But um, I don't know. It's kind of... I use my Instagram more as like a like a gallery for me to look back on to see how far I've come and to see what I've done and yeah it's kind of a portfolio for me as well as for like clients and potential clients I think. Well yeah I mean Instagram has become so much more than just sharing content it really is it's like a professional platform especially Mm. for for your uh, industry. Yeah, 100%. So if like when I say all, all my looks don't go to Instagram, I mean like 98% of them. <laughs> but that's because that's I can't get a good photo. And I want to talk to you a little bit more about that because all of your photos are insane. But on average, like how many shots does it take to get the perfect MUA Insta shot? Look, you'd be shocked if you saw my camera roll. It's disgusting. <laughs> like I'm at the point where if I get a new phone, I'm like, the max capacity, please, because otherwise it's going to fill <laughs> immediately. It, I reckon probably I'm looking at like 30 to 50 photos a make, like for a makeup. And it depends on how much I like my makeup. If I love it, it's like a lot of photos. If I don't, I'm just like, yeah, I'm just like <laughs> angles, angles, work it. But if it, I'm not loving it, I'm just like, look, I'll just get as few as possible and stop looking at my face and then I need to leave it for a bit and I'll come back to it. Throw your phone into the sea. A hundred percent. Like, you know, it's, uh, I'm not, it looks, I don't know, a makeup artist on Instagram, it's easy to think you're a narcissist, but it's really hard for me to look at photos of myself and like figure out what actually looks good and what is just like me overanalyzing my face. So that's, I think, why I take so many photos. Maybe like more naturally photogenic people or people who consider themselves more photogenic would take less. But yeah, it's a lot for me. I'm 33 and I've still not figured out my angle. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I honestly don't know how people do it. I think I've like got one angle as evidenced by my Instagram and I really milk it. And every now and then I'll try a different one. I'm like, nope, back to, back to old faithful because uh, And they're like, who is that? Working. Is that a new woman? I don't know her. <laughs> Me, when I take photos from the other side, I'm like, oh, no, no, I definitely have a good side. <laughs> I need to work on that. But talking about like when photos don't always turn out as planned, what's your stance on editing pictures? Is that frowned upon in the makeup community? I don't know that 
like that's a hard thing to answer because I think the makeup community is so broad now, mm. especially I would say probably um, like for myself, I don't love to over edit photos, especially of clients that I've done because I like to use it as a representation of what I can achieve. So because I'm using it as a portfolio, I want people to look at the photos and be like, okay, so that's what I can expect to look like at the end of it. Um, and if I've over edited something, then that's an unrealistic expectation that I've set up for somebody. Um, but having said that, I know a lot of makeup artists who use their, um, their Instagram more as a, a form of artistic like expression. And I think the editing of their photos is just an extension of that. And I'm very pro that because it's their way of making their vision come to life in a way that maybe only makeup can't do. So I, I I don't know. I like toe the line between it. I think it depends on what your goal is. I think if you are saying that this is what you will get, then it's not so great. If you are saying like, this is just my vision, then go for it. Like live your life. I did go back actually a couple of like, I was like on my Instagram be like, why are you so weird looking? And I found a photo that I'd edited to filth. Like, and I, I was so embarrassed because I'm like, I look like a cartoon. (laughs) Why do I think that was fine? Mm -hmm. And then you kind of just get a complex as well because you like forget that you've like edited them and then you take photos now and you're like, why? Why do I look like garbage now? Yeah, I know. My skin was flawless then. What happened? Oh, right. Face tune happened. (laughs) How could I become a troll in under two weeks? Right. How hard is it to stay inspired and keep the creative juices flowing when you spend your days, you know, you do work in the store and you are applying makeup to, I guess, a, a lot of people. Is it hard to keep engaged? I don't really find it too difficult. I think like I've always said at the point that I'm not inspired is the time when I know I'm like kind of done, but it still hasn't happened. And I, I find, um, like for myself, that's why I do a lot of colorful and creative looks on myself because obviously I don't really get the opportunity to do that as much on clients. Um, and it keeps it fresh for me because it means that like, I haven't, you know, done all the gold smokies in one week and then I get to a Saturday and all of my makeovers are gold smokies and then I'm like, oh, this is all I've been doing. Like I'm gold smokied out. I, I'm really gold smokied out. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm at max gold smokiness. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I don't I don't really get like I'm, so many clients will come in and be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I just want like a brown smokie. And I'm like, ah, it's fine. Like you're a new person. Your face is new to me. Like this doesn't, it doesn't bother me to do this. It's still a new experience for me. So yeah, I don't really run out of inspiration in that respect. It's probably a good sign that you're doing what you love then. <laughs> yes, I think so. If you're not like ending the day being like fucking smoky eyes. I know. I know. I think I like, I've definitely overheard other people kind of say that they've gotten to the end of their tether in terms of like that, like doing the same look over and over again. But and I, I mean, I kind of get where they're coming from, I guess, but yeah, it's not really been my experience, which is really good. I'm really glad. And I think that I'm very lucky in that respect. So some weeks it's pretty varied in the chair, but other weeks not so much. What's mm. the weirdest request you've got from someone in your makeup chair? Yeah. See, I was like looking through my Instagram trying to figure out like what, what like crazy looks have I done? But I think like, I mean, I, I've done a lot of different ones, especially like Halloween time. Um, but I reckon like probably my favorite weird request was, um, a woman came in, she had like a, um, 
uh, performance for a friend's show and she had to be the embodiment of water. And she was like, I want like water makeup. We were like, oh, Ma'am, okay. will you make me water? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Turn me into um, water, the element of water. <laughs> and so we like brainstormed and what we ended up doing was like kind of painting like from her like eyes up blue and we did like water refractions like painted that onto her and like oh, painted wow. it into her hair and had like blue glitter and like she was all glowy and glistening like water. And I reckon that's probably like it really stuck with me because she was gorgeous as well. She was lovely and she'd come back for different performances because um, she was a regular fringe artist. But I was like, that's just like I think something that's really challenged me um, and kind of put me in the position of having to like come up on the spot with something that would make her happy and was um, aesthetically pleasing to me as well as her and would look good on stage. Like there was a lot of different uh, parts of the brief that I think I had to tick off and it felt very satisfying at the end. That's amazing. I feel like if I did that, I'd end up like in the blue man group. (laughs) (laughs) It's like blue all over. Yeah, that'll do. Blue top to bottom, you're ready. (laughs) Exactly. Chuck a bit of glitter on, she'll be right. (laughs) Well, they say you can't polish a turd, but you can roll it in glitter. (laughs) Well, I mean, and I stand by that. I'll be honest, this is my life motto. So speaking about unrealistic expectations of like turn me into water or maybe more realistic if you're all their makeup artists, how often do people show up with like a picture of someone famous and then at the end get pissed that they're not actually Kylie Jenner in the photo at the end? Yeah, look, I mean, that, the end result of them being pissed thankfully doesn't happen that often. But like, I not have, with these hands. <laughs> I was like, have you seen? I'm sorry, have you seen my Instagram? No, just kidding. I, um, but I have had people, like, in the past, like, I've had someone show up and be like, okay, these are my inspo pics, and it's just, like, pictures of Cara Delevingne. And I'm like, all of these are different. The, the common denominator <laughs> is it's Cara Delevingne. You know, I'm sorry. I can't make you Cara Delevingne. But, it, like, for me, I reckon one of the first skills... I learned and one of the first things I pass on to new the new staff that I'm training is that someone brings you that kind of thing. You need to like break down for them like exactly what they are after. Like before you touch their face, you need to talk to them about that because you are otherwise you're like destined for heartbreak with them. Like they're gonna get to the end and they're gonna be like, Why don't I look like Kendall Jenner? Why don't I look like Cara Delevingne? Um so you need to go, okay, so this is a smoky eye, this is a bold lip. This is like nothing. Like what part of these is what you like? Um, And it's like a conjunction of all three. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And if they say I want no foundation and a smoky eye and a bold lip, be like, great, that's cool. We can do that, but we can't make (laughs) you look like a supermodel or like this particular supermodel especially. But, yeah, no, it's a – we get a lot of people who just bring in like Kim Kardashian and – like Kylie Jenner. Um, like extreme contour and a yes. nude lip. <laughs> well, as long as they know that that's the realistic thing, as long as they're, yeah, they're like, it's a lot of makeup. It's when they're like, I love the no makeup makeup look and it's like Kim Kardashian and I'm like, oh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Terminology is key. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, you have misjudged this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so talking about, you know, how we can best deal with what we've got. Uh, our audience is a mix of, you know, younger, but also more mature beauty aficionados. What are your best makeup tips for people with maturing skin? My main thing with um, mature clients, uh, a lot of them are very uh, stuck in the mindset of like matte is best. 
which they've been told. They've been told like growing up that uh, you shouldn't be putting anything shiny on more mature skin because it enhances fine lines and all of that. And I think that's a really, um, I think people need to steer away from that because of what I think uh, is the truth is that like moisture is like useful. So making your skin look moisturized and like glowy and fresh is like the best way to make your skin look younger. So moisturizing obviously with your skincare, like serums and oils and moisturizers and all of that, but also, um, not glitter, but like glowy products. So like pearls were really nice on the eyes, like soft, um, highlights or like cream products are always really beautiful on the skin. And I think that's been like my main thing with mature clients when they come in is like trying to steer them away from the matte products that they have been told that they should be wearing to something lighter and more glowy. Cause I think that's so much more flattering. It's so funny. What is this like matte makeup propaganda bullshit? Who started this? I know. I agree. Cause even for myself, like I have oily skin, so I'm big on like mattifying products, Mm -hmm. but like I still want glow. So for me, I will still use cream products like cream blush, cream highlight. Like on my days off, that's pretty much all I wear is like a cream blush, cream highlight and like spot conceal. Mm -hmm. But then I'll use a powder where I feel like the shine's going to come through. And I think that's like a really uh, flattering way of doing things. Like I don't think everyone needs to be putting heaps of matte products on. I mean, they've got a time and a place, but it's not like always... Yeah, it's not a hard and fast rule. I think I see a lot in my beauty community, like Reddit threads and stuff. A lot of uh, people will say, well, I'm older, so I don't wear foundation at all. I just go straight BB creams. Like I'm too afraid because I think the matte is the only option. Mm. Well, and I also like even the other day I had a, a client who came in and she was probably, I would say, like in her 50s, like mid to late 50s, and she was like, oh, no, full glam on me, full glam. I want that. Like she'd had her daughters come in and they had full glam. She was like, I want false lashes. I want a smoky eye. I want full foundation, contour, highlight. I was like, good for you because <laughs> live your life, live your life. And the majority of mature like age women come in and they apologize for their age. And I'm like, no, you <laughs> do um, not. Excuse me, fuck ever. that. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, don't ever apologize for like your appearance, your age, any of that. Like I, I don't, I won't have it. And like, you can do what you want to do. If you want me to make you look the best that I think you can look great, we can do that. But often it's not, that's not in line with what they think they need. Um, I think often they are happy to tone themselves down so that they are like, uh, kind of fly under the radar a bit more because they think that that's what they should be looking like. And I'm like, no, if you want to look like glam, if you want glitter, if you want glow, if you want contour, go for it. Like, want a bold lip? Get it out there. Lashes? <laughs> sure. Why not? I don't think there's an age limit on beauty and makeup and makeovers and like full glam. I don't think there is. I do think you need to be aware of skin type, obviously, and like texture, but that's not, that doesn't exclude people from looking a certain way. Not at all. I think that like, now you've mentioned texture, my natural enemy in this life. (laughs) Um, It's, I think that's the thing that puts off women who are seeing that their skin is changing. They, They get afraid. They don't want it to be enhanced by products. They get a bit coy and they do like, they don't have the confidence that they used to have, but like, if you're listening to this, <laughs> there are other options for us. And obviously some things aren't going to work anymore. For instance, uh, liquid eyeliner, we've yeah. had to break up because my uh, eyelid skin is 
getting too baggy, quite <laughs> frankly. And there's like, obviously I can break up with that, but there are other options, right? There are options. Yeah, of course. You tell me there are. <laughs> yes, there's always options. I mean, like this woman, she wanted a winged liner and I was like, great. So we did it with like black eyeshadow. So like smoked it out, clean it all up. And it, it gives the exact same look as winged liner but you're not having to like contend with, like you say, like a liquid liner or a gel liner and having to like negotiate like around everything. My Dumbo you are... skin, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Your words, not mine. <laughs> I'm not touching that. <laughs> I won't like, thank God you're in Adelaide because I'd be coming in with my Dumbo skin being like, please help. <laughs> you're like, do winged liner on me. Make it happen. <laughs> Look, while we're like getting all of your tips and tricks, um, the holiday season's fast approaching. What are your number one makeup survival tricks in the heat because I know you're out in Adelaide and it gets pretty darn hot out there same Mm. as Sydney we need your help um less is more I think like I'm sure that's not that's not groundbreaking (laughs) groundbreaking tip but less is more in summer groundbreaking (laughs) I know exactly (laughs) yeah I um I just think that look and I don't know if this is appropriate like but we I mean, lots of places are still mandatory mask. Like I've already Mm -hmm. had to do makeovers in 35 degree heat in a mask and it's no good and it will get hotter in summer. So (laughs) we're, we're not looking at full, full, full coverage foundation and like heavy powder and everything. It's just not feasible. So Mm -hmm. for me, I think going forward, it'll be like, like I said before, you know, priming the skin well, spot concealing and then use cream products like I think cream highlights cream blushes the the cream contours if you got them that's the way to go and then powdering where you need as opposed to all over because if you can keep it matte like around the nose like through the oh, forehead that's where that my makeup thing. leaves like my nose is like the number yeah. one yeah yeah um, same eat lunch and then I come back I'm like where the fuck did my nose go <laughs> like that shouldn't have been impacted by me eating lunch but okay <laughs> this is yeah. my life and I'll eat how I want to <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah sorry I shouldn't judge shouldn't judge <laughs> okay look there are a lot of people coming through with different requests what is the most overdone makeup request that you get during the party season And no shade or also a little shade? (laughs) Hey, well, no, no shade because I like love, I love anything that looks glam, I'm on board. And I think like at the moment, definitely the most like requested look is like full glowy skin, contour, bronzer, like soft smoky eyes. Um, So more like, and like less eyeliner, more just like, everything is really soft and like blown out and I live for it. And I think it suits everyone. Like you can really adapt it to different um, skin tones and skin types and ages. And I think you can't really go wrong. And like a lot of people will pair it with like a bold lip if they want, but my preference would probably be just like a nude lip and go a little bit more intense on the eyes because uh, if you party like I do in the holiday season, you do not <laughs> want to be retouching your lipstick. Cause if I, <laughs> if I put on a, like a bold lip and I drink, I get this, what I call my second mouth. Uh-huh. Like, like it appears like under my chin, like a little <laughs> smiley face. Of oh, red no, same. Same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just like have a little line on your chin and then you try and retouch when you're a little bit 
lately and it's no good. <laughs> it's so good. I it's just like so have good. a support group at the beginning of the night and I'll be like, hey, tell me when my second mouse shows up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what everyone should have. If you haven't got friends like that, they're not your real friends, I'll be honest. 100%. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us today. If you want to see more from Tani Tilleman, you can head on over to her Instagram page, which is Tani Tilleman underscore MUA. Oh, thanks, Sam. That was fun. So we told you about a lot of products this episode already, but I think we can squeeze in two more. As always, we've got to talk about our high praise, but this episode is holiday high praise. (laughs) And just to continue on the H theme, we're going with hair products today. Yeah, changing it up a little bit. So I came across a little bit of like a gem. Okay. Uh, It was recently my birthday. Don't want to make it about me, but... uh, I got a couple of vouchers and I was up in there spending away mm-hmm. and I'm a big fan of the brand Way, and I have a couple of their like products like the hair oil and the shampoo yep. and I thought I'd branch out and check out their uh, heat protection spray. Okay. Life-changing. Taking a risk. But- uh, absolutely. Okay. So if, we, if you don't know, I'm blonde, which means my hair will only grow to a certain level and break. And also I have the world's worst hair <laughs> that must be straightened. That's so sad. My hair is pathetic. So combine blonde hair, mm-hmm. bad hair, yep. lots of a GHD action. It's going well. Yeah. I basically, do, in order for my hair to not break off, I have to use a good heat protection spray. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one is, I can really notice the difference. Yep. I think the shitty drugstore one I was using before was just lying to my face. Probably. Yeah, like they all do. But I think, uh, I think I'm on to a new frontier of not snapping off my hair. Oh, that's nice. It's growth. It's literal growth. That's what I can look forward to in 2021 is not having that hair horn that breaks off. It's like a piece of my hair that snaps in the front (laughs) every year at the same time and there's nothing I can do about it. I think this is my only hope. How are you saving your hair this holiday season? Well, I've got a product too. So this is the Living Proof In Shower Styler. So you put this stuff in your hair and you kind of rinse it off and then you towel dry your hair and it's meant for air dried hair. And because I don't own a hair dryer. That's... It's disgusting. They are sorry. But in yet you don't have a hair horn, so maybe you are winning. <laughs> no hair horn, no hair dryer. So I air dry my hair all the time, um, mostly because I'm lazy. Um, and with this stuff, it kind of brings out your natural wave. So what I did last week was I put it in my hair and then I kind of rolled my hair up into little roll things. I don't know how to describe it, but I slept in There's it like, like 1960s that. housewives. It kind of looks yeah. like a little bit of pin-up hair. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and then I slept in it and I pulled it out the next day and it looked incredible. It was like these really beautiful waves. So it's like an easy like office to party look that you could do at home with minimal effort. Yeah, and you don't need one of those like giant mermaid hair tools. That thing looks like a violent weapon. I could kill someone with I that. I will probably buy it, but... <laughs> I don't have space in my bathroom. So if you also don't have space in your bathroom, check out this Living Proof product. I didn't use any other product in my hair on the day that I tested it and it's the wave still lasted all day. They didn't fall out until like the next day when I slept with my hair up and then took it down. That shit cray. All it's right. Incredible. All right. Well, with the heat spray, oh yeah, well, you don't need heat protection. We're on two different journeys. That's all for this episode of Beauty School Dropout. Head on over to our Instagram at Beauty School Dropout Pod and give us a follow. You can also send us a message at hello at beautyschoolpod.com. Be kind, follow, and subscribe.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.